Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Key is a sunglasses brand founded at Australian music festivals that has since expanded worldwide. They offer quality fashion sunglasses and blue light glasses at an affordable price point, starting at $50. Key is loved by celebrities, influencers, and festival goers worldwide. Use promo code CHALLENGED at keyaustralia.com for 20% off your order. That's promo code CHALLENGED at Q-U-A-Y Australia.com. Restrictions apply. Free shipping for U.S. orders over $75. From famous comedians like Tiffany Haddish, Mark Marin, Neil Brennan, Maria Bamford, Rob Delaney, Catherine Hahn, and athletes like NHL legend Theo Fleury and regular everyday people, there is something they have in common. They've all bared their souls on the mental illness happy hour podcast every week since 2011 they along with host paul gilmartin have been talking about the things that many of us have never said out loud sometimes funny sometimes heartbreaking but always honest and human the new york times calls the mental illness happy hour a perversely safe place in which he and his guests talk about their fears addictions and traumatic childhoods esquire says a vital compassionate gem that fills a desperate and under addressed need in our society psychology today says normalizes what so many others feel but have been too fearful or ashamed to express. 
Remarkable. What do you say? Listen to the Mental Illness Happy Hour wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, it's Candace and Kayla, and we are directionally challenged. Yeah, we really thought by the time we were in our 30s, we'd be like, hey, life, you're so easy. I got you figured out. I got your number. <laughs> but we are so not there yet. No, not we're at all. still a little lost. And that's okay. That is totally okay. It's okay to stop and ask people questions along the way. Speaking of, Candace, who do we have on today? Our guest today, I'm so excited. Her name is Alicia Sinclair. She is the founder and CEO of COTR or Children of the Revolution, which designs, creates, and sells pleasure positive sex toys such as the B Vibe, Ride the Cowgirl, and the very famous Le Wand. Alicia has made it her mission to help people achieve pleasure by providing heavily researched products, approachable educational materials, and extensive coaching and support. And I know how much Candace and I have talked about between the two of us, how we, I don't know if we're necessarily as comfortable talking about sex, or I can speak for myself. I'm not as comfortable talking about sex um, as I'd like to be. And so this was an idea when we started the podcast, something we wanted to talk about with each other and on air and discuss this. And I have to tell you, even today, knowing we were going to talk about this, I still felt a little uncomfortable. <laughs> From day one of us deciding to start this podcast, I was like, we need to have an episode about sex. We need to be talking more about sex. Women need to be talking about sex and not in a way of like... Oh, in this one time, this no, one not hot overtly. one night stand. It's yeah. like, no, we wanted to talk about exactly what Alicia says, pleasure positive sex, especially as women in a really healthy, self-satisfactory way. Mm -hmm. um, and this was something that we'd had on our list from day one. And it took us how many episodes to finally get the nerve <laughs> to talk about sex. And the best part is, is we've even had a porn star on. I know. <laughs> I know. We've had an, like a, the most beautiful soul adult film star on Tanya Tate. She was on episode four. And we actually were fortunate enough to talk to her about her fertility journey. Mm -hmm. So we really initially thought that we were going to sit down with her and talk about um, and talk about sex. She's actually one of the few female uh, directors of porn. So there was a really great angle on that. But then when she talked about fertility, well, her, her fertility story journey was so interesting. We couldn't pass that up. Yeah, but it's so compelling. And so we even then we're too nervous to talk about it. And here we are, guys. Well, that's my point is I'm still nervous to talk about it, but I'm really happy that we're pushing ourselves to do this. And I think Alicia's the perfect person because she really has made it her mission to make it approachable and to educate women um, and to make it just... I don't know, I guess accessible. just more socially acceptable. Yeah. yeah, super accessible, super socially acceptable. Um, I love the way that she talks about her products. Mm -hmm. You'll hear pretty soon that how she's even thinking about the safety of the consumer, that it's not just here's something that's going to make you feel good and it looks kind of cool. She really, her company really makes sure that it is aesthetically like safe to be putting into your body mm -hmm. um that it's go going to feel good and and I love that she even talks about this beautiful packaging that it comes in um because Kayla how have you ever been to a sex toy store 
Yes, only for a bachelorette party, like we talked about <laughs> with Alicia. And it's usually to pick up little penis straws and little joke things that you hang hang up around the room. Um, but it's I get a little uncomfortable going to these things. And and then you're right when people come up and ask you for help, you're like, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I don't need any help. Like, leave me alone, leave me alone. And what's so great about Alicia's company is it's accessible online as well, so you can feel a little bit more comfortable and educate yourself that way. Um, and I just want it to be more of an open conversation that we can all have. Yeah, because a lot of the sex toy stores, I feel like it's either it's just like the walls are littered with like porn that's really committed to like dedicated for men mm-hmm. um, or just like a lot of like pleasure toys dedicated to men. And then a section of like Usually a small, a section. small section for like women that's mostly like kinky lingerie and always pink I don't know wh- understand why because we're women we have to like everything pink everything's like pink or like fluffy super like or like very 50 shades of gray yes that's like yeah that's the it's either one or the other and then the rest is just like bachelorette party stuff mm-hmm. it's so much bachelorette party stuff which is super fun for a bachelorette party but then that's kind of it mm-hmm. and then it's usually in the packaging it's just the product and you're kind of like Yeah, I remember shopping for a friend of mine's bachelorette party and I went in exactly what you just said to buy all the penis straws and the penis macaroni and the cake sheet can that where you put the (laughs) make a penis cake, all the necessities. And (laughs) and so um, and I was asking about different things and like, you know, the section for the bachelorette stuff. And there was this whole Fifty Shades of Grey section. And so when the person came up to ask if I needed any help, uh, I said, oh, no, I'm fine. I was like, this is so funny. Like, um, does this does this sell? Like, does this whole like are these little uh, like the, what were the, they? You know, uh, did you ever read it? A little bit. I read the first one. I think. Okay, so there's a section in the first one which w- the, the table was full of, and it's these like metal like balls, okay. and I forget what they're called. Benoit, thank you, Mel. Thank you, Mel Benoit. Mel for the win. <laughs> the Benoit balls, and yours. And there's this whole like chapter in the book where she, he, Christian Gray, has her like put them inside of her. And then like she walks around and whenever he like spanks her, they like cling together and like vibrate through her body. And of course, because it's a book, she like suddenly orgasms because that's how everyone orgasms. <laughs> um, and and I was asking, like, is this like, is this still selling well? Like after all these books have come out and all the movies are like, oh, yeah, constantly like women read the book and they immediately come in. And I was like, that's so interesting. Like, it's literally just a box with these. And the only frame of reference is like this really fun kind of like sex erotic book but that's it and there's not like a realistic like approach of like hey you know here are the options of things that you can do with them here's Mm -hmm. how you can use these with your partner and here's why these are really beneficial to you here's what they can do to improve your sex life and it, it was just so shocking to me that people were just like flocking in to buy these and then when I was looking at Alicia's website yesterday to kind of do some research on the products that her company makes, it was so incredible how they just had all these backstories on like the history of the of the toys that they were selling, um, why it's pleasurable, how as the partner and the person using them, how you both can enjoy it, um, hygiene, how to protect yourself, how to discuss with your partner if you do want to bring a toy into the bedroom. All extremely important things that just aren't discussed or talked about and there's not enough material out there. 
And I, I, yeah, I'm really happy we're having this conversation with her. Me too, because I think that you should be able to buy sex toys in a pleasure positive way and know where, why they're supposed to feel good. And you should be excited to buy them. And not just because they're sitting next to a box of penis shaped macaroni and cheese. I think that maybe we can do better as women on where we find. And that's what Alicia's doing. She's really pushing um, the boundaries on the market. And you guys, we have a fantastic conversation with her coming up. So stay tuned. Hi, guys. We are here with Alicia Sinclair. We are so happy you're here with us today. Thanks for having me. (laughs) All the way from New York. Uh, I was just saying how excited we were to have an episode really dedicated to sexual intimacy, sexual health, especially as women. I think it's really easy to talk about it uh, maybe after a couple glasses of wine with your girlfriends. But um, and then in the light of the day, it's kind of hard to have a conversation, I think, with your partner about your sexual relationship or just um, your own sexual relationship with yourself, which is so important to continue to have, I think, in your 30s and and past your 30s. It's just always important to be connected to yourself. So we kind of wanted to start. We were both so curious. How did you decide that you did want to work in the, and I'm probably going to say it wrong, but in, in the sexual health coaching how, how did you know that you wanted to become a sex coach uh, or did that come so actually later? I started, um, I fell into it. I like slipped on a banana peel really because <laughs> I took a job out of college, um, at, as, as a receptionist really, uh, for a company that made laundry. And I was applying to go back to school and to get my master's degree. And I thought like, this is just going to be a short term gig. And then it ended up being a company I really liked working for. And now this is my 17th year um, in the sexual health field. And I've bounced through many different roles, but started in lingerie. And then I went to work for a pleasure products company. Um, I worked, you know, there for within that realm and really selling sex toys um, at, at the wholesale level for about 10 years. And then I worked for a brand that um, was really focused on sexual health and it inspired me to become a sex educator because I found when I was selling um, sex toys at the wholesale level to retailers, we would go into a shop and oftentimes the employees that work there didn't have enough information to accurately and properly sell the products. Um, So it just felt like a real missed opportunity in the way that products were developed and sold and marketed and um, the sexual health and education field. So really, I became a sex educator and a sex coach to blend all of that into into developing sex toys and selling them. Wow, that's so fascinating. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, so I know one of the things that you do is you you said that you identify the gaps in the market. And that's how you came up with your... Um, awesome sex toys that are huge and really big on the market. Um, But first I want to start with how do you identify the gaps in a sexual market and know what you want to create? So a couple different ways, going into retail stores and really seeing the way that products are developed or sold and what those categories look like. Um, So for example, when we developed B-Vibe, which was my first brand, um, that's a butt toy brand completely focused on education, destigmatization, and creating quality products. And what I saw as a gap there is that there had been no innovation. So all the products look the same, function mm-hmm. the same. They were either marketed heavily towards gay men or like small pink toys that were like towards like heterosexual women thinking about butt stuff. 
Um, but there's so much more and there's nuances within that category that I just felt were being really ignored. And that was a gap in the marketplace. There was no market leader. There was no innovation. It just felt like the marketing was really off and there was a real opportunity to come in and change the way that people thought about this category as a whole. I love how you're talking about even just the way that they were marketing, you know, when you go into a sex store, which I've been in one before, and I found it to be, you know, with all the bachelorette parties, usually that's, I feel like how women talk about going to a sex store. It's like, oh, well, you know, I've got this bachelorette party that I'm planning two years from now. So I might as well just pop in to see what they have. Um, But it's so (laughs) awkward. Like I I, like even shopping for a vibrator. It feels like such a weird experience. And you're right. Like, going in. And then I don't, it was always such an awkward conversation when someone would come up and say like, Hey, can I show you how that works? It's like, no, I don't want you to show, I don't even know your first name and you're about to (laughs) hold a vibrating, you know, pink unicorn to my hand. I don't really need that right now. Um, and so it was, it is so awkward. And what I appreciate is that you've brought so much of, um, the educational side to your products on all of your websites. I mean, do you still feel that people go in to stores to buy sex toys or do you think it's so much now online driven? And also you're right online. It's still kind of this like mishmash world of like people buying things on Amazon or people going on like a website where it's just inundated with so many products that you don't even really know how to use or why to use it. Yeah, it's polarizing. I think that's what Mm. happens is, you know, like no one knows which rabbit amongst 40 rabbits is going to be their preference. It's very (laughs) hard to figure it. Like, I don't know. Um, But to answer your question, we recognize that the market is definitely shifting to people that want to buy products online, especially products that might make them feel insecure purchasing in, in person or they don't have access to a really quality um, adult store, you know, somewhere that mm-hmm. has a well-trained staff and nicely curated products. And, you know, and let's be honest where people feel safe, um, and respected shopping there. Um, most people don't want to go in a sex store. And, and so that is a real thing that we recognize and why we tried to develop the websites as being beyond places where you can buy well-curated and well-developed sex toys, but like where you can also go and find information because all of our products are really about experiences. So if you're new, there's an article to support talking about it. If you have, for example, our Lawand, our that's we make all, you know, like really, really nice high-end back massagers, um, <laughs> if you will. Um, um, but, you know, where we answer common questions like, can I become addicted to vibration or can I, is there loss of sensitivity? Um, can I use this with my partner? How do I deal with, um, you know, vibrator um, jealousy, you know, from my, from my husband or boyfriend? And these are all real questions. And I think answering them and giving people also a place to research is super important for a category where most folks don't have anyone to talk to about it. And you feel like women especially, like I think, especially around masturbation, I feel like it's so like men, men masturbating has become like such a welcomed topic. And it's like almost like, you know, any movie, it's like kind of a joke within the movie. It's like so welcomed yeah. that like, obviously men masturbate, they have to, but women, it's like, it's kind of, you know, how dare they? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but also we want to have sex with them a lot. And like, why don't they have high sex drives? Like, yeah, I mean, it's, exactly. so, yeah, it's so conflicting. Um, That's why it's yeah, so great that your website is so educational, that you ha- create this space that where people can feel comfortable enough to, to educate themselves on it. Yeah. And feel supported. I think, you know, one thing that we learn in 
when I was becoming a sex coach, um, is how much people need permission to experience pleasure. And if you really think about that, it's so true on so many different levels. I mean, you touched on it earlier when you even just being able to talk about it with your, with your husband, right. Outside of, you know, just your regular, like, are we doing it or not? Like to really go in depth about like what brings you pleasure or what certain sensations you like, we don't feel like we have the permission to talk about that. So what's oftentimes what we're trying to create is this safe space that's very permission giving. And it makes you feel alleviate, like kind of calm about like, Hey, this is something that's healthy for my body. Masturbation is good for me. I like do get to experience pleasure. And these like all these nerve endings, these 9,000 nerve endings that exist in the clitoris that it's only in, you know, people that have vulvas. I mean, why can't we play with that and feel good about it? Mm. It seems, you know, like that's what it's there for. Yeah. Um, well, we definitely want to discuss each one of your revolutionary products with you and you can kind of give us a little bit of an educational experience. Um, and we figured we'd start with the B vibe. Uh, what sure. inspired you? What did you, I know you kind of touched on it a little bit before, um, but why is this product different than other anal play toys? And am I saying that right? Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm like, I've had one cup of coffee trying to get, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think what makes B vibe different in it's, it's layers of things. It's the process of how the products are developed. So it's shockingly enough. Um, many, many, many sex toys are developed by Chinese factories and they don't ever go through a testing process. So, you know, products like butt toys, for example, they need to be designed with certain shapes and certain size bases, um, so that they stay in your body. Um, and like, you know, so like straight up and down butt plugs, for example, those are going to like, you know, just basically slip right out of your body. Your experience is going to be really negative and you're probably not going to want to try a butt toy again. So there's a lot of thought in the development. We design our own products. That sounds like something really silly to say, but it's there's not every company does that. So we design all the products. They're tested beforehand. Um, and then everything is certified body safe. Um, obviously, in areas like your anal canal or your vaginal canal, you have tons of mucous membranes. So it's super important to use products that don't have phthalates, which can cause cancer, um, and our latex, which can be you know give lots of irritation. So that's just an important factor. Everything's always body safe. There's educational materials in all of our products. So every product comes with a guide to anal play, which is totally non-gendered. So whether you're on the receiving end or the giving end, um, regardless of your orientation, you can read through and feel like your questions are answered. Um, and then they all come with cool travel cases. They look like they're Beats headphones. Like, they're, <laughs> like you know, everything is really like the whole entire process makes it feel so much more glamorous than like going and buying some like pink sparkly butt plug in like a clamshell. Well, and you're taking the shame out of a lot of it, which I'm sure like that's what it sounds like. I mean, you're right. The fact that it comes even with like a travel case, you're thinking about, well, what if they're traveling somewhere and they check they have a carry on bag and someone has to open that carry on bag? You know, yeah. it's like all those little things. Um, it seems like that you're thinking about and considering. Yeah, definitely. We're all I mean, if you just think about these, you're paying one hundred and fifty dollars for something you should feel good about it and mm. it should be a really positive experience. That's my belief that sex toys shouldn't be treated any differently than any other consumer good. That makes so much sense. I, I love that. I love <laughs> that you say on, uh, at least on your Instagram a lot and even on uh, the B vibe website, everybody has a butt. Yeah. Cause exactly. <laughs> cause usually I feel like even something like anal sex is kind of more, at least in the way that I've heard it discussed mostly is 
I think generally like, well, a man is interested in having anal sex with the women, with the, with a woman. And it's kind of like, well, this is what he wants. So I kind of got to be into it. Or it's something that's meant for a gay couple, uh, you know, and not necessarily kind of experimenting pleasure for both people and in more pleasure positive, like you said on your website. And I love that. Yeah, you do have like some of the things I'll read off. You have a butt plug history. You have a beginner's guide to anal sex. You have um, positions for play, how to talk to your partner about anal sex. And you have a whole hygiene section all on this website. So people aren't just buying a product. They can really do the research on how to enjoy it to the full potential, which is so nice. I've never seen that before <laughs> on a website. It's it's complete support, which is not necessarily found everywhere. So that's fantastic. Was that I'm a purposeful like thing to make, to really kind of, was that purposeful? I'm assuming it was given your background. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, I mean, I even think about my own experience, right? With, with anal sex in general. There's no information, no resource for information that's accurate and comprehensive and sex positive. Um, and if there is, it's a bit here and a bit there. And so the goal was to really have everything that you need in one place, um, whether that's toys, that's lube, that's an article that you, need, that, that you read. And you can come back and also feel really comfortable exploring that with your partner. Mm. So, yeah, very intentional. I was shocked. I was just sitting at my kitchen table doing research and reading up and like seeing all these articles and, and it's, I have a very full house. And so usually I feel like I would go, if I was going to be researching something like this, I'd have to be in the privacy of my office or go up to our room and kind of like make sure with the kids around or, you know, that I wasn't like looking at anything too graphic. But this website is so beautiful. It's like Refinery29 or like Goop. It's oh, like no. so gorgeous <laughs> that like people are oh, walking so by. Bad. You don't even know what you're looking at. It's like it was really, really accessible. That's what was so beautiful yeah. to see is that it's an accessible website about pleasure and sex education and sex toys and where a woman can feel comfortable exploring that. And it's not just like inundated with like, how can we, with it feeling like it's a man's world and this, this is just, you kind of have to sift through it a little bit to find what you need. Oh, I'm so glad you like it. Yeah. Very, very, I don't, it just makes me very happy. So next we have the cowgirl, which it says it's a next generation writing machine. What is this? Can you explain (laughs) it to me? (laughs) Okay. So, um, Again, an, a gap in the marketplace. So if you look at the history of sex machines, now this is like a, you know, this is maybe like not even a, if you go beyond 201, this is maybe like a 301 product. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, definitely like, you know, getting your doctorate at this point. But, um, but this is a product that has, you know, it was developed 40 years ago originally by a man. So, uh, a product that is really meant to be a woman sits on top, right? Saddle style. Um, so that woman on top position, that's really hard to achieve with sex toys. Um, and my whole theory about this is this man developed this product. He's never done anything to innovate it in 40 years. It looks like a garish machine that like, (laughs) You know, like it's just embarrassing to have in your house. And I think if someone's going to spend that kind of money, um, what is the price range for something like this? Um, so the cheaper kind of like, I want to say like knockoff looking ones are around $1,200 and then ours is 1995. Got it. Um, and they're different, have different varying, you know, they have different things with them and they do different. Um, anyway, I'll get into that. (laughs) But, um, 
but yeah, so essentially the goal is to sort of take this machine back and sort of say like, not only can you have a vibrator, you can have this monster vibrator and it can look and feel very luxurious. And um, if you're going to have it, it might as well have an app and you can also control it remotely um, from anywhere in the world. So not only making it look more aesthetically pleasing, making much more thoughtful attachments that are again, made out of body safe silicone, not like PVC and latex. Mm. And just, you know, elevating it much, much more higher than the original place it was in. Yeah, I loved that it, that you saying that you can operate it from anywhere in the world. Because I was kind of, I mean, this one I this one I was happy no one was walking behind me. Because I was like, okay, this is, you can't, there's no talking my way out of what I'm looking at this one. Um, it's a beautiful machine. Um, but yeah, like this, definitely seeing it, I was very intimidated. I was curious, like, who buys these? Like, how do you casually have this like delivered to your house and be like, Hey honey, look what I found online. Um, and then I saw there's this great section of all these videos of real life couples of, you know, that have sharing their experiences and not exclusive to straight couples or just like just a woman writing by herself. But it's like, everyone kind of saying why they enjoyed it and what they used it for. And it was just, again, really approachable. And even, you know, the fact, the selling point of like a long distance relationship and your partner can control it from like the other side of the globe. It's like, I was like, oh, that's actually kind of romantic. That's elevating, like, (laughs) like just like, FaceTiming each other to a whole new level and definitely yeah <laughs> like a really whole new level if any if there's gonna be, I don't know if you're gonna buy a sex toy it should be thoughtfully designed especially I think if something's for a woman a woman should be involved in the development process and I think a lot of the things that you see are like things that women think about right like how it's gonna operate who's gonna buy it how they're gonna use it how do you support them in that use how do you alleviate concern or shame um, and how do you offer uh, permission? So all those are the things that when we develop the products, we think about. Um, and even looking at that website now, you know, based on the reaction that that you have, that's and that other people have had, we look to tone it down to make it softer, to make it like feel more um, appealing. So actually, that website's um, in a development stage right now. So it's it's all anyway. It's interesting. But what's funny is when you say that, like, I just requoting you again, because you keep using the word permission. And I love that so much that especially I feel like as women, we have to give ourselves permission to have pleasure. And when I think about a product like that in that in with that frame of mind, it's like a no brainer. It's it's why why should it be so intimidating? Something that's like going to be fun and, and pleasurable? Like, why should that be such an, an, an intimidating thing that needs to kind of be hidden or, you know, whispered about when it's something that we all need? We all do. I mean, even today, I think one of the Instagram posts um, was an orgasm a day. And you're right. Why can't? Why is that such like a bad goal? Uh, yeah. that's, just, that's a great goal. Like we make times we make time for so many things that go on in the day. I mean, if we can make time to get our nails done or to like right. meditate, like we can absolutely make time to make sure that we like have a moment of pleasure in our day to the fullest ability. And so I love that you keep using that word permission. And cause I think that is something that women have such a hard time with. Mm-hmm. It's like giving ourselves that permission. Yeah, that's so definitely. Yeah. So next we have Le Wand, which you already brought up. And this is one that I had yeah. known about beforehand um, because I think it's, it's, is it your most popular um, product that you have have to today? It, um, yes, we definitely sell the most, uh, we sell the most wands of anything else. 
Yeah. And I just think overall, because it's such a tried and true, like no fail sex toy. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> For our listeners, if you don't know what it is, it's a high-end personal vibrating massager, um, which yeah. I know you had quote, done air quotes with us uh, at saying it's a back massager, but it's it's basically a vibrator, correct? Correct. Yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the liberty to say, I think maybe like, you know, nine out of 10 Maybe 99 out of 100 of those back massagers are actually purpose for yeah. vibration. Yeah, for, for, for masturbation. There's a reason why all the women were hanging out in the back massager, you know, the sharper image. Like. Yeah, no joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So what separates this one um, from other ones on the market? So same thing in this one, just looking at it from a lot of years of experience. The really popular one Um the magic wand, if you will, uh, that's been in the marketplace for 30 years. So to me, the story with this brand, well, this is the story of this brand. It's was originally, or it still is owned by Hitachi and Hitachi was so, um, upset about the fact that it was being really used as a sex toy that they removed their brand name from it. And they've never done anything else to the product. So I'm a big, big fan of wands. That's like my go-to sex toy. And I just thought there is such a missed opportunity for women to claim this as a sex toy and for it to be innovated. Um, it comes in like literally most of them, like a simple cardboard box. The language is just to me atrocious. Um, and I feel, and when you get our product, I'll be happy to send you one so you can see what I'm talking about. It's packaged like, um, a high end beauty tool. So it's in a nice glamorous box. When you open it up inside, there's a travel bag, there's a little guide, there's a cover, um, instead of where most back massagers or, um, wands have two or three settings that are like high, high, low. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGED right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly low ours has 10 so you have a lot more room to experiment um has vibration patterns it has a travel lock it has a flexible neck it has soft smooth silicone it has basically everything that if if you were to take all of the wands in the marketplace and take their best attribute and combine them into one that's essentially what we've done and make it look beautiful Mm -hmm. right like why should your sex toys not look beautiful Mm -hmm. these are like used in the time when you want to feel your sexiest and if it looks like a dingy old household product that's not sexy in my opinion like they're gorgeous there is a rose gold like how (laughs) beautiful like a rose gold massager and it's beautiful I was like wow these this range of colors is so nice and you're right it's not like hot pink sparkly is the only option you know it's like yeah or just you know flesh tones are great but it's nice to like there's really a whole bunch of options that are very sleek and very sophisticated and bring a whole new it's like giving yourself to again going back to the word permission it's like giving yourself permission to indulge in something really beautiful that's gonna make you feel good yeah agreed definitely hey guys we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back in just a minute is a sunglasses brand that was founded at Australian music festivals and has since expanded worldwide. They offer quality fashion sunglasses plus blue light glasses at an affordable price point. Key has a huge variety of sunglasses for men and women starting at $50 like aviators, cat eyes, round, square, and more. They also offer polarized lenses, reflective lenses, and blue light computer glasses that help block out that harmful light emitted from screens. 
their price low, but come with a luxurious high quality look and feel. Plus, Key launches tons of new styles monthly with something for everyone at an achievable price point. Key is so affordable that you build your own Sunny's wardrobe with tons of styles to fit different looks. Key is loved by celebrities, influencers, and festival goers worldwide. I love the price point because I can lose sunglasses all the time. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're coming out with new, very fresh styles at super affordable prices sign me up well it also keeps it's, it makes it easy to keep up with the trends enjoy 20% off your order on keyaustralia.com with promo code challenged that's promo code challenged with a d for 20% off your order on qaustralia.com restrictions apply free shipping for us orders over $75 dating is hard LaVou makes it easy. LaVou is the best dating app there is. In fact, it just won the User's Choice Award for Best Dating App from Google Play. Not too many people love dating apps, but people love LaVou. And it's no secret why. It actually works. No endless browsing through people who aren't serious. If you just want to hook up, LaVou isn't for you. LaVou is for relationships. It's for something a little more serious, but it's also seriously fun. LaVou makes it easy to break the ice and meet that special someone. If you're tired of mindless swiping, then go get LaVou. That's L-O-V-O-O. LaVou. Download it now on iPhone or Android. Get one week free of LaVou premium membership by using voucher code GET-LOVE-NOW. Get the dating app of the year with one week free with the code GET-LOVE-NOW. That's GET-LOVE-NOW for one free week of LaVou premium. Get the LaVou app right now on iPhone or Android and meet that special someone today. Imagine if you could chat with doctors anytime from your phone, get prescribed online, and get birth control delivered straight to your door every month with automatic refills. Enter Nurex, the game-changing company that's here to make getting birth control easier. Nurex offers end-to-end care without ever having to leave your home. It means paying for fewer doctor visits, skipping pharmacy lines, and no more forgetting to pick up your refill every month. Plus, if you don't have insurance, it's the most affordable option out there. And if you do have insurance, it could be completely free. Just go to their website or their app to answer a few health questions for their certified doctors. They carry over 50 brands of birth control, so you can choose your go-to or their medical team will help find the best option for you. It's safe and secure and HIPAA compliant. Go to nurx.com challenged for a $20 credit and get birth control at your doorstep in less than a week. That's nurx.com challenged. And we're back. Are you surprised by the amount of women that don't like, do you feel like a lot of in your kind of like talking to women, do you feel that there's still a lot that don't masturbate or that have never had a vibrator? Um, Do you think we're just in a new time? I want to, I would say, so I'm 38 and I would say that many of the folks in my generation that I talk to are more inclined to admit they have a vibrator, but are still don't feel empowered to really talk about masturbation um, openly. I do feel like the generation 10 years younger than me does feel um, more liberated and also just access to information, um, much more quality sex toys on the market than there were maybe at that time, 10 years, you know, 10 years at my age at that time. Um, so I do feel like it's shifting. And even if I talk to people that are in their like 60s and 70s, that's like, 
oh my God, don't even, you know, like it's such a nervous subject. So just the, I've seen, I feel like through the generations, it's become more and more socially acceptable um, and easier to talk about. Not to say it's still easy because I have, I feel like as a person that sells, sells sex toys, every time I have to bring it up, <laughs> it's, it can be a real, very interesting situation. Um, but I do feel that it's shifting. Do you think that the rabbit episode just changed things like from sex in the city, the like infamous rabbit episode when Charlotte gets like the rabbit vibrator and like doesn't leave her apartment? Do you because I remember like being a young adult being like, OK, I'm going to buy a vibrator and I had no idea what to do. So I was just like, I guess yeah. I'm buying the rabbit because I saw that episode of sex in the city <laughs> and Charlotte had a great time. Do you feel like that yeah. really opened people like women's eyes to being to trying it out? Yeah, I think overall Sex in the City has done wonders for a lot or giving like that permission, right? Mm -hmm. And and also like leadership a little bit. Like this is what you can buy. This is what feels because no one talked about it. So it did. It kind of paved the way for I think our generation at this point, you know, mine if I'm speaking about myself to sort of actually know what to buy and feel good about it. Like, oh my god, these amazing women like masturbate and like it's totally okay and they feel good about it. I can feel that way too. Well, and then it encourages you to have the conversation with your girlfriends as well, or also do a podcast about it too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even um, better. So one thing I love about you as well is that you are a certified sex coach. And this is something that Candace and I have discussed between the two of us and also with our girlfriends is we feel so comfortable talking just in our small group with our friends about um, either, I don't want to say problems we're having, but like, you know, maybe some dry spells that we're having with our, um, significant others or things like that. And then when it comes to actually communicating with our significant other, it becomes so difficult. And why yeah. do you think communication between partners is difficult? Um, I mean, I think overall it can be hard speaking as a woman, right? I feel like in general, it's hard to ask for what we want. Um, it's just the way that we've been socialized. Um, it's very hard. And especially when you compound that with something like sex, where there's ego and skill and, you know, social expectation, this is just a really highly charged conversation. So you're combining these two things of like feeling not empowered to ask for, for your, for your, for what you need in this generally extremely stressful atmosphere, mm. um, depending on your relationship, you know, I'm making an assumption. Many people have open, more open communication, but I think that's why it's just tough to, and then, you know, a lot of the stories that we've been told is that men are responsible for making us orgasm. So like sometimes bringing that up can cause sensitivity or if there's, um, you know, differences in libido, some, per some one, one person is, um, wants to have sex more often than the other person. These things all create like, you know, possible arguments and nobody really wants to deal with that or maybe shame and nobody wants to deal. So there's, I think that's generally why. There's also a mentality around it that if you bring it up to your partner, it means you're not satisfied. But I don't think that's necessarily the case. Most on most of the times I find myself satisfied, but I find myself just not wanting to talk about it because the, the subject itself feels uncomfortable. Um, so yeah. I know you, I read one of your articles where you were saying that the difference between bad sex and good sex is communication. So do you have any communicative points that we can give our listeners to help us in, in times like that? Yes. I think it depends on what your ask is and like what your, I think number one is to establish what your goal is. Uh, it, it seems a bit like, Oh my God, I have to think about sex like this. But I think if you consider that 
it's a very important part of your life, especially your relationship, right? Having great sex, it just empowers so many other things in your life. Um, if you think about what your goal is and then you work backwards. So if your goal is that you just want somebody to slap your ass a little bit, that's like a much easier goal to achieve than like getting tied up and slapped. Um, and then, and, and also like where you're having that conversation and like when you want those things to happen. I think, you know, instead of just blurting something out in the bedroom, like nervously, um, educating yourself a little bit, thinking through like what your goal is and asking it in a setting that's outside the bedroom um, is really important, you know, like not at the point where you're like getting ready to have sex and they're like, Oh, by the way, I would really love it if you slap me, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like maybe when you're at dinner one night, say, Hey, I read this really interesting article, or I saw this movie or something really turned me on the other day. And I'm wondering if you'd be interested in experimenting it, you know, experimenting with me, um, or, you know, wrapping a little like feather tickler or a paddle or like, you know, like there's just so many creative ways to entice somebody to do something that doesn't have to feel awkward, but feels very inviting. The stress so, level, bringing it up in a different environment seems key too, because if you are bringing it up as you guys are going to about to get down, it seems like the stress <laughs> level of doing that is so much higher than say at on a date or just casually over dinner or something like that. I, I love that idea. Yeah. And then you can make that, you know, part the lead up. I mean, for all of us, is almost as exciting as the actual event, you know, like planning the vacation is mm. almost as much fun as going on it. That's and like that can be, yeah. yeah. So that can be part of the experience, you know, whatever it is, you know, whether it's anal play or getting your hair tugged or adding a vibrator into your partner sex, um, you can make it really fun. In being a sex coach, is there one question that you find shows up the most? I think everybody wants to know if they're normal. I think that's a really common question. Um, and are they? And <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're all, you know, we have, if you really think about your body as, as this machine, right. That like you s digest your food and, you know, allows you to speak and feel and touch and you have these nerve endings and these nerve endings provide both pleasure and pain. Um, things are going to feel good and like experiences that you remember are, or things are going to turn you on. And there's, I mean, I feel like there is no right or wrong with sex. You know, some people like it soft, some people like it hard, some people like it in the dark, some people like it. It doesn't mean it's like everything else, you know, like everyone has their way and their way is okay. As long as it's adults and they're consensual. Mm -hmm. A question I feel like come that comes up so much when a bunch of women are at dinner is, are we having sex enough? Like if they mm. are in a long-term relationship, it's how often should we be having sex? Do you get this question asked a lot? Yeah, I think that's also normal because we all feel that we judge ourselves based on how often we have sex. There's how much we're connected with our partner or our marriage is successful based on how often we have sex. Um, and, and I think, you know, the reality of the situation is whatever it's enough or as frequently, uh, is only determined by the two partners in the relationship. So if once a year is the pace that works for you, the two of you, then that's the, then that's the answer. If it's once a day and both of you feel really good about once a day, then that's the answer. Um, but if one partner thinks it's once a day and one partner thinks it's once a year, then you really have some serious negotiation mm -hmm, to work yeah. on. That's where I think the, the problem comes in is, is when the libido is so far off. 
But there is no right or wrong answer for that. You know, it's really, again, what's the goal? If you're super connected in other ways in your relationship, um, or you have kids, or you have pain, or you have um, an illness, like those things are all going to affect the frequency of your sex life. So there's not a right or wrong answer. Yeah, I was going to ask, what do you say to couples that say, well, we would, but we just don't have time? Got to schedule it. Yeah. That's, that's really the reality of it is what, what night is your, is your sex night, you know, and what type of effort are you putting into it to make it successful? You know, does it, does your partner like lingerie? Do they like certain smells? Do they like a certain sex toy? Um, is it going to a hotel? Is it acting like your strangers? Is it, you can, and if your sex date is once a week or once a month, um, you know, you can plan it however feels best for you, but it's definitely like everything else in your life. Like you said, your nails, your yoga, um, your playtime with your kids, whatever that is, put it in your schedule. It sounds like really boring, but I guarantee you when you know, every Friday night is your sex night, you might plan your life a little differently, mm, like what yeah. you eat or like <laughs> when, you know, like when you're going to bed or like when to have, so I think all those things can actually add again, the anticipation, the excitement, the planning can be part of the process. Going back to discussing Lewand and um, it, but do you do you think it's healthy for a marriage to also have each partner separately kind of pleasuring themselves and taking care of themselves when life is crazy? Do you think that that's a conversation that isn't really talked about amongst couples? Do you feel like it should be talked about or do you think it's just personal preference depending on the couple? I mean, my personal opinion is that you should talk about it. Um, especially if one person, for example, it's a typical scenario, not to say it's the only one, um, that the male partner would like to have sex more than the female partner. And that's, it doesn't, it's not always the norm, but that is the common scenario. So if your husband, you know, masturbates in the shower every single morning, and then you guys still have sex three times a week, and that satisfies your need, I don't see anything wrong with that. That doesn't sound to me like I would, I feel really good about that, because everyone's getting what getting their needs met. Um, I also think that when you masturbate, especially if you have a vagina, um, you learn a lot about your body and, and what you like, and you're able to more clearly share that with your partner. It also, in my opinion, we call it priming the pump, right? In sex mm -hmm. education, the more often you use it, like the more, you know, like in general, um, you're thinking about sex, like if you, it's like anything else, you know, if you haven't worked out in a week, probably going to be like more annoying to work out than if you've like exercised three or four times already. Yeah. One of the questions was, what do you do to get over a dry spell? Like when, when couples who have been in a long-term relationship have found themselves like, oh my gosh, holy shit, we forgot to have sex. And it's been like a long time since we've done that. And it's always that awkward, like another day is past, another day yeah. is past. Yeah. Um, so typically I would say like start with intimate touch before just deciding that you have to go straight back to sex. Um, and that can mean something so simple as like really small things like giving your partner a back massage or, um, back tickles or tummy rubs or just intimately touching them again, um, which can lead to maybe tickling inner thighs and then maybe playing, you know, like, I think that there's a nice slow entry rather than like, we haven't had sex for a year and we better do this. Um, because that's, it's the right thing to do. And we have to, you know, like, I feel like that, that, that just um, seems stress. so forced. Yeah. yeah. That stress that you put on yourself. Whereas if you recognize that and you have that conversation, you're like, wow, we've just been so busy and I really want to get back into this. And 
what do you think of just starting, you know, like just giving each other massages and like just getting our, you know, like getting back to connecting with each other? Because I think especially as women, we need to feel very mentally connected. Um, and also like, I don't know about you, but like the older I get, the longer it takes for me to get, if I may, horny. Um, I'm not like, as when I was younger, I might just be like, yes, I want to have sex. Let's do this. And now I feel like I have to be like almost romanced into it sometimes. Um, and that's also a part of a conversation that like I've had to have with my partner is like, I'm just not who I was, you know, like now I need you to play with me a little longer and, you know, like I need longer, deeper kisses. Like I can't just go, you know, like not just like ready now, like I need this longer process and like, you know, that, and doing that as intimate touches to me is a way to like, for both partners to give that nice, delicate, you know, it might be very natural after that. I, do you feel a lot of women kind of get their information of how they should feel during sex and how they should act during sex from visuals or articles? Like, like I remember Cosmopolitan magazine growing up and reading some of the articles when I was like a younger tween and being like, okay, so saran wrap and honey. And there was all these like extra things. And it was all these, like, I just remember there was this weird article about like putting honey on like testicles and then like humming with saran wrap I don't know (laughs) it's like I just remember it it really stuck in my mind and but just that it it was all about pleasing the man and and then like a lot of even like porn it's all about like the the theatrics of like being sexual because it's going to be more stimulating for him and what do you think is a great way or a great source for women that are looking to kind of figure out how to learn about their bodies more or, you know, how to kind of find how, what feels good for them before they can then communicate it to their partner? Does that make so sense? So first of all, yeah, definitely. So I want to say, um, probably all of those things are owned or created by men that you grew up watching right? Whether it's movies or the owners of Cosmopolitan. Um, and those things are generally sensationalized and, you know, men are very visual creatures. Um, and there's nothing wrong with pleasing them. I think absolutely you want, that's like a satisfying dynamic is when both couples are happy or, you know, both people in the relationship are happy. Um, but that doesn't mean to say that that shouldn't be reciprocated or it shouldn't be enjoyable. Uh, when you're doing it and certainly like honey and saran wrap, it's like, you don't have there. Listen, men are pretty easy. Let's be honest here. <laughs> like, like we, we don't have to try quite as hard as we think we do because <laughs> I think they're just like in general, like, you know, but all those things, I guess my point in saying that is, is like the reality is you've been socially conditioned to believe that through things that were probably developed for men. Um, and I think if we take that step back and like, okay, where do we find the resources of information that feel really, um, women positive. Um, and I think less like more pleasure based in a way that like everyone can enjoy it. Um, I think you, there are great books, which I'm happy to send you a list of them. Um, you know, that are really based about like female arousal, um, maybe things that are about part about relationships, Um, And I think there's a really, there's probably a handful, if not more, very good uh, female CEOs in the sex tech business that are creating websites like mine um, that are information based and have lifestyle and educational articles that are there to support women. 
And these resources are, I think I'm seeing them more and more and more. And again, I'm happy to send a list of them. Also, Instagram has an incredible like plethora of just sex positive information. So I think there's these places that are coming more and more as women are taking leadership roles in this industry. For our listeners, we'll make sure to include in the notes um, the links that Alicia sends us so that we can share them with you if you want to educate yourself more. Alicia, thank you so much for coming and sharing this with us. It's so nice to feel empowered and feel um, just kind of free in the sense when talking about this, because I don't think that many people feel that. I know for myself, I was kind of nervous to talk to you in the beginning because this isn't something (laughs) that I normally talk about. And um, I'm just really grateful to be able to start that conversation and to take your advice and run with it and own it. And I was just so so grateful to find a website that didn't make me feel immediately like I needed to hide my computer or like shame as what I was, Mm -hmm. what I was looking at. And I could not like for our listeners, go check it out. Go check. It's B vibe, uh, ride the cowgirl, um, and the wand, and they each have their own websites and we'll have all these in the notes as well. And it's such great educational material. And you're right. It's giving yourself the permission to enjoy pleasure. And I think we all need a little bit more of that in life, especially as women. So thank you for all that you've done and that you continue to do. And thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. And where, what are your socials so our listeners can find you? It's Alicia Sinclair underscore C-O-T-R. Great. On all, is that with Instagram and Twitter? Yes, Instagram and Twitter. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. (laughs) Thanks so much. Thank Thank you you. so much. (laughs) All right. I think we're both starting to come down from our blushing from that episode. (laughs) Kayla, you just mentioned that my like nervous hives were popping up. <laughs> well, I noticed times. I instantly when we started discussing this with Alicia, I shut down because I got really, I don't know, I just kind of got tongue tied and didn't really know what to talk to her about. And you seemed to be handling it perfectly. And then I looked over and you had your little hives coming up your neck. And I was like, wow, she, she's uncomfortable too. But you, I couldn't tell my during poker the conversation. Yeah. yeah, my poker tell. Um, Yeah, no, it is funny. I mean, th- these are things and questions that I think we ask each other mm-hmm. and ourselves at night mm-hmm. uh, when the sun's down and maybe a few cocktails are flowing, mm-hmm. uh, but not in the broad, beautiful, sunny daylight um, after a cup of coffee. <laughs> this is a new one, but I think it it's, does feel different. It does feel different, but it is important. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't know why women don't talk about vibrators in any other time besides like a bachelorette party or like mm-hmm. some sort of like novelty gift. Well, and it's interesting when it is brought up, it seems like everyone wants to discuss it because it is never discussed. And so it's almost like you're the, the tea kettle is it's coming to a head because everyone wants to discuss it, but it just isn't talked about. And so I, I know that that's something you and I want to do is start to make it more of a regular conversation or a comfortable conversation between girlfriends and between partners and just more in society. And that's why we had Alicia on. But even still knowing that I still felt so uncomfortable when you were talking to her. <laughs> Have you ever purchased a sex toy before? No, it's always ever? been purchased for me. Oh. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. Which is so fascinating. So I've gone into those stores for like a bachelorette or for a bachelorette and stuff like that. Yeah. For I I can't remember. I have a few of them, but I know I've never personally bought one. I know Tanner and I have gone into a store. I think it was in Belgium. We were in Europe and we were like, oh, let's go in. And it ended up being fun. So we bought one together. But I personally have not gone in by myself. Have you? Um. Yes. Yeah. I talked about it a little bit. Like that was like a very 
I swear, I, I, I think it was like after the Sex and the City episode. Um, you felt so or years after. But yeah. I remember when I was initially like, I'm going to be a big girl. I'm a young adult. I'm going to go buy a vibrator because I am a woman. Hear me roar. <laughs> and it. it was so painfully awkward in the store. Um, and I just remember like panicking. And I was like, well, I'm just going to get the rabbit because that's the what only I know. reference that I know. Uh-huh. Um from Sex in the City, um, and then and then in a in like later years, it's just all been I feel like Amazon. Like even like mm-hmm. women that I know that I've talked to, and uh, if 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 I ever hear someone say, "Oh my gosh, I've I've never bought myself a vibrator," I wouldn't even know where to go. I'm like every woman should own one. I think it's awesome and incredibly important. And if you're too like nervous to go into a store go on Amazon. Um, but again, it's like you go on Amazon and there's like so many products and you don't really, it can be overwhelming. It can be overwhelming. And what doesn't really show up with those products are any sort of educational tools. And that's what I think is so wonderful about COTR, Alicia's company is that they're really trying to work in that kind of pleasure positive education Mm -hmm. and they're giving you the tools to be able to sit down and talk about it with your partner Mm -hmm. that if you do want to bring a vibrator into the bedroom that here's here's a bunch of articles on like how you can talk to your partner about that or if you just want to use it for yourself and you're kind of like I don't know what to do with this thing here's another article on just how to do that and even with her other products with the B vibe like I mean, it was just really, it's really great how many articles she has. I mean, even something as simple as like hygiene, like women talk, I feel like anal sex comes up a lot in conversation with, uh, like dinners whenever it turns to sex eventually it comes up for our listeners this is not what we talk about all the time when we're having dinner with our girlfriends (laughs) just so you know but there are times when it comes up absolutely when the dinner like that's when you know it's like a fun dinner party of just women (laughs) is like when finally everyone's like okay now let's start talking about sex and who's having it who's not having it um and when it does come up I think it's usually more of a like I don't think women know how to talk about it. And I don't think women know how to talk about it with their partners or it's something that I've always thought about in like a, like that it's like something that it's only like men driven as opposed to like, it's something that I think a lot of people would be excited to kind of welcome into their, into their bedroom and their sexual experience. And it's really incredible. I cannot encourage you guys enough. Please go check out like B-Vibe, LaWand and Ride the Cowgirl and, and really see the difference of visiting a website like that and then visiting like a generic sex toy website mm-hmm. or just kind of like cruising um, like like an Amazon or something because you really do have a it's a totally different experience and it doesn't have to be scary and it doesn't have to be shameful and it doesn't have to be hidden and um and it can be really beautiful really empowering too yeah, and really empowering for our listeners if you're a little if you're like me and just a little uncomfortable talking about this I get I really get it and we get it we really do and so find the empowering side of this and educate yourself on it and and feel comfortable talking to your partner about it or your girlfriends about it and start that conversation because it's definitely liberating and it's something that should be discussed and um it's a huge part of life it's part of what we were all a part of this. We were born this way. This is something that we, that's part of life and we should own it a little bit more. As Alicia says, you have permission to enjoy pleasure. I love it. Me too. 
Well, thank you guys so much for listening today. We will be back next week with an all new episode. Key is a sunglasses brand founded at Australian music festivals that has since expanded worldwide. They offer quality fashion sunglasses plus blue light glasses at an affordable price point starting at $50. Key is loved by celebrities, influencers, and festival goers worldwide. Use promo code CHALLENGED at keyaustralia.com for 20% off your order. That's promo code CHALLENGED with the D at keyquayaustralia.com. Restrictions apply. Free shipping for U.S. orders over $75. Imagine ordering and chatting with doctors all online and getting birth control delivered right to your door every month. Enter Nurex, a company that's here to make getting birth control easier. Nurex means fewer doctor visits, skipping pharmacy lines, and automatic refills you don't have to think about. Plus, it's the most affordable option out there without insurance and could be free with insurance. Go to nurx.com slash challenged for a $20 credit. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.